Hello, pod people. I'm DA, and welcome to Millennial Edition. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we will be discussing slavery and the impact and role of Christianity so that I can answer a question I received from a friend. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter to be a part of the discussion. Okay, so let's dive right in. So my friend asked, in quotes, why were we, and he is referring to black people, allowed to practice Christianity during slavery? Everything else that was beneficial was banned, end quote. So this is an awesome and sophisticated question. So let's unpack this and have a closer look at the impact of Christianity during slavery. My answer in short is, because Christianity was never meant to be a benefit for the enslaved, they weren't even considered human, so their likes and dislikes were not regarded. Christianity was used as a tool to control and dehumanize slaves. Slave owners would distort the Bible and use it to tell the slaves that God favored a particular group of people, and that was always the white wealthy landowners, and that the reason people of color, both the genocide of Native Americans and the enslavement of Africans, occurred was because God considered them uncivilized and disfavored them. Thus, it was up to the slave owner to rule over them, keep them in line, and force them into Christianity for the saving of their souls. So let's take a look at slavery in context to the Bible. If you have read the Bible, you know that slavery is not only mentioned, but it is normalized in the Bible. It was a part of the ancient world before and after Jesus walked the earth. And whether you are religious or not, I'm sure you heard of the story of Moses, who was a character in the Bible that led the nation of Israel out of 400 years of slavery they were living under in Egypt. Really quickly, for those who have never heard of the story, the story comes from the book of Exodus. The Pharaoh of Egypt at that time feared that the nation of Israel would one day outnumber them because they were growing in population. So he devised a system to enslave and oppress them to keep them from growing larger. And the brutality just absolutely shakes the conscience. The Pharaoh ordered the execution of all their male babies. But one woman gave birth to a baby boy and hid him in a basket which floated down the Nile River. The baby was found by Pharaoh's daughter who named him Moses and raised him in the palace as her own. Moses ended up later denouncing his royal heritage upon learning the truth of his own origins and ultimately led the Israelites out of slavery. So that's the story in a nutshell. So people tend to distort the Bible and say that simply because the Bible discusses slavery, then God must be okay with slavery. And the answer is absolutely not. Remember, the Bible is a historical document which details what life was like 3,000 years ago. Slavery was a normalized system because at that time in society, there was no concept of human rights. And all they knew was war, so they were barbaric in their treatment of certain groups and individuals. When your nation conquered a city during war, you would make the inhabitants of that city your slaves, and you treated them with all manner of cruelty. But when Jesus appeared on scene in the New Testament, he spoke against slavery and said everyone was one in him. A verse in the Bible, Galatians 3.26-28 stated, in quote, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus, end quote. Jesus spoke the radical language of equality and freedom. 
So when our nation was founded, like what most people who claim to be Christian or religious do in our modern society, the founding fathers took passages from the Bible to justify their sinister actions. So I'm sure you all remember around June of last year, there was an uproar when Jeff Sessions quoted a passage from the Bible, Romans 13, to justify the cruel and inhumane Trump administration immigration policy of separating children from their parents and locking them away in internment camps. Well, Everyone was in uproar because he deliberately used the same passage that slave masters used to justify slavery and all manner of cruelty that was inflicted against them, including the repeated whippings, torture, and the rape. The passage, Romans 13, is known as the teachings on respecting authority passage because authority is given by God. The first part of the chapter states, in quote, everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God and those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted and they will be punished, end quote. Now, of course, we know that Jeff Sessions has deep issues with race and civil rights that even Coretta Scott King has spoken out against his disturbing record. And Sessions knew that passage was once used to justify slavery, but he also also knew that it worked when slave masters used it to justify slavery. So it is no surprise that Jeff Sessions used the Bible to justify the cruel child separations and internment camps. But Jeff Sessions, like the slave owners, were actually breaking God's law. So overall, Christianity was not meant to be a benefit for the enslaved. The enslaved had no choice in their religion and were forced into it. But here was the miraculous thing about Christianity during slavery. The religion that was forced on slaves to oppress and keep them from rising up actually became a unifying force among slaves that they used to fight for their freedom. You see, slaves started to read the Bible and those who could read and started to identify with stories like Moses, where God frees the Israelites from slavery. So this actually led slaves to have their own secret Christian gatherings among themselves where they analyzed the Bible and discussed freedom and equality. About around the 1830s, abolitionists in America led by, and, and wait for it, evangelical Protestants used Christianity to justify the eradication of slavery because they believed it was a sin and immoral. At the same time, Quakers, or Quakerism as it was called because it was a sect of the Protestant religion, began preaching that God loved every human being regardless of the color of their skin, their gender, or their position in society. You know that famous Christmas song, Oh Holy Night? Well, it was written by the French composer Adolphe Adam in 1847, who was rumored to be a part of the abolitionist movement, and that is reflected in the song when it states, in quote, Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease, end quote. When we sing this beautiful song, we are literally singing a part of history that fought to end slavery. So the religion that was used to justify enslavement and genocide and cruelty was then analyzed and used by slaves and abolitionists to participate in resistance to end slavery, which ultimately it did, just like in the story of Moses. And throughout our American history, if you are a person of color, you are taught this version of Christianity. Some call it the suffering gospel because it preaches that you should hold fast in your faith in God to get you through even the most traumatic of situations. For our ancestors, it was the belief that slavery would end and we would all be free. For our grandparents and even our parents, it was the end of Jim Crow laws and the actualization of equality in society. That is why today, according to a Pew Research, 
research study, approximately 8 out of 10 black Americans, or 79% of the black population, claim Christianity as their religion to this day. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Millennial Edition, and I look forward to engaging with you all soon.